Hi, everyone. Merry you Christmas. Deep breaths? What did I do? You had, I do? Uh, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I'm old. What am I going to tell you? Merry Christmas, everyone. It is December 25th, 2023, and it is a Merry Christmas if you're a Dolphin fan after that. Awesome game. That was a fun game in so many different ways. Uh, in fact, fun fact that I put out on Twitter this morning, the second 22-20 final score in Dolphin history, the first one being, of course, the wake-off on Halloween night 2013, Dolphins over the Cincinnati Bengals. In a game where you should remember this, because in a game where your good friend Brent Grimes had a pick six, had a, had a spectacular pick six in that game as well. Um, so Dolphins clinch a playoff berth. Uh, we will discuss. There's still a whole lot of that's unknown and undecided as far as their playoff. But they're in. But they're in. For the but first time since 2016, we've had done 2001, 2008. Dude, they were in last year. Dude, they oh, were in last I year. I forgot. I'm sorry. So, uh, first time back to back. First time back to back since they did it five times in a row, 1997 through 2001. First time with 11 wins in a season since 2008. How about that? Oh, actually, somebody in the comments yesterday was like saying, "Yeah, that." I, I think I don't exactly how it was phrased. It was like a very enjoyed. So, just for you, how about that? Yes. Uh, how about that is excellent, by the way. I'm sorry? Your how about that is excellent. Why, thank you. You say it just like Bad Bunny or Baby or whatever her name is. I think Bad Baby, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to know this. Um, our obligatory shout-out to player with a jersey uniform corresponding to the episode number, which is 174. So I'm going to go. No, I'm not sure for whatever reason. John Jerry who was a guard from Mississippi who the Dolphins drafted in the third round, who was serviceable, had himself a very long NFL career. I, I he did. Say, correct. John Jerry was serviceable. He didn't move anybody, but nobody moved him. Um, and that was pretty much the hallmark of his NFL career. He wasn't moving anybody in the run game, but nobody moved him in the in, in pass protection. So... Um, I think he's the baseline of anything that I would accept for a starting offensive lineman. And his NFL career, as I'm looking here, lasted span ten years. Yes, he he he, and he he probably started for maybe eight of those ten years. Because he was he was always a reliable, consistent offensive lineman because he wasn't getting beat in pass rush. Um, you weren't moving him at right tackle. You just weren't. Now, he wasn't moving you and in run game either. So it was always a stalemate. And, hell, sometimes you'll just take stalemates at one spot. No, I mean, again, he, he was fine. He was never like, oh, God, I hate to do this, especially on Christmas, but he wasn't problematic at times like a certain former Dolphin offensive lineman. Um, he also you would, played, would uh, not ever say – don't need to say the name. It's Christmas again. Let's be in the holiday spirit. You, you, you hold on. Wait a minute. You're not uh, putting no disrespect on Jesse Davis's name. Not in this. No, that's a, not not no. It's not who I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Initials DT played at Tennessee. Third round pick. Oh, okay. 
you could talk hit you could say his name yeah no yeah I, I i would agree with that he was okay. not i thought you were gonna take a shot at at, at jesse you know i you know i like jesse so i wouldn't i wouldn't okay i thought i thought i was having a vulnerable moment there for a minute um i gotta let that go got, got a lot got a lot of sensitivity in me about <laughs> vulnerability okay well, and jesse was also serviceable and also played a ton of different positions so um, mm -hmm. Not like Liam Eikenberg, who has done the trifecta. Well, it's not really a trifecta. What is it when it's five? It's like a quintet. No, 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 not trifecta. I, 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 I don't know. Quadruple. We'll figure it out. Put oh, it's it in quintuple, but quintuple would be the would indicate five, but it's like, I don't know exactly what. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? All right, we'll let it. We'll let it go. We'll let it go. Okay, uh, revisiting this one very quickly, or not quickly. We didn't totally address the injury situation coming out of the game during our live recap, not because we weren't here long long enough, because we were here for an hour and a half. But there were some injury situations and pretty significant. And again, on offense, mostly the offense with Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, and Robbie Chosen. I believe Waddle. Suffered an ankle. Raheem. Shin. 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 Oh, okay. Ooh, that's not good. Um, it was Raheem with the ankle. Uh, did they ever say? Did they ever announce it in the press box? Let me. I don't know. And chosen was uh, concussion. That was kind of pretty clear once you saw the hit, and I think there was a little head head bang onto the turf action there, which is never good. Yeah, um, it's interesting that they went really deep into the depths of the wide receiving core just because of injuries and rotation standpoint. And Chase Claypool sparingly played. Yep. Three snaps on offense. So I'm thinking to myself, man, you must be the you must be the bottom of the bottom of the depth chart. And I have to think that I have to look at you and think that you can help in the red zone. I just have to. I, I can't look at anybody else and think that they can help in the red zone. So all that's left is you. Um, so uh, fortunately, Raheem Mostert got back into the game and got over a thousand yards. Um, Waddle, you know, sur surpassed a thousand yard mark um, and put them with Tyreek, who I believe he caught. I forget what the land, what the ninety nine passes for Tyreek or something like that. 99 yards, 99 passes. That would be impressive in one game. No, for the season, for the season. Tyreek oh. has... uh, Tyreek achieved some milestone. Um, give me one second while I can get you the milestone. Um, okay. Interestingly enough, I'm looking at the, what was officially reported in the press box yesterday. There's no mention of Mostert, and Mostert played 19 snaps. And he did come back into the game to cross a 1,000 yards and score a touchdown. But in the second half, for most of the second half, if not the entire second half, he was on the sideline. And there was HN and a little bit of Jeff Wilson Jr. as well. Uh, mm. Waddle, Waddle injuries reported in the press box has the eye in the first half where he got poked in the eye by Demarcus Lawrence. Nothing about the shin. Interesting. Um, and to uh, address what uh, Tariq Hill's landmark achievement was, he became the first, the only player in franchise history to have 100-plus receptions in multiple seasons last night, yesterday. So he's at 100 receptions or more. Okay. Okay. 
You're in, well, I, I am I am giving you the weird look as uh, I seem to recall Jarvis Landry also getting popping a hundred more than once. No, no, no. That's why I said he becomes since Jarvis Landry. Oh, since Jarvis Landry. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. We're not communicating very well today. We got to work on our communication skills. What we have here is a failure to communicate. What movie is that? Cool Hand Luke. I have no idea what that is. That's it's. A 60s or 70s movie starring Paul Newman and George Kennedy about a rebel prisoner who decides not to play nice with the guards. And uh, it's actually very, very, very good. It's, it's, it's a needs, it needs to be remade. All right. Excellent. No, and everything needs to be remade. I, I, I can't deal with that. I'm not watching a movie from the 60s. You know how bad the cinematography is going to be? Come on, just remake the movie. Okay, I'll give you an example. They're, they've just remade this year, The Color Purple. Did you ever see the original The Color Purple? Yes, and it's excellent. And I, I think, think it's that, a fabulous movie. Did it need to be remade? Um, yes, because I think they made it into a musical. I mean, it doesn't mean... Even more you reasonable. don't know it until you try it. The same people who made the original retouched it and remade it. Like, like you never know. It was a phenomenal book. It's a great movie. I'm not. I, I just said it was a great movie. It's a great movie. Who, who's to say that it can't take to the next level? I'll I mean, give you another one. Did you see the remake of White Men Can't Jump? No, but I was curious about it. I just didn't have Amazon Prime or whatever the streaming system it was. I'll catch it eventually. I mean, that was another phenomenal movie. Who knows what technology and and we we never know. We never know. No, I, dude, I trust me. From somebody who saw it, who enjoyed the first one very much, the second one, I watched it out of professional curiosity. White man can't jump. Yeah. Okay. Give and me it was, Oh, it was extraordinarily meh. Okay. All right. I give it five mehs. Uh, all right. Well, our homework assignment is we both need to watch the color purple and then give it a grade. Give it the a new review. color purple. The new color purple. Uh, it's Oprah's involved. Like Oprah doesn't do things halfway. Yeah, immediately, uh, and this is maybe not right on my part, but immediately the fact that it's a musical is a little, little notch in the negative column. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, not everybody likes musicals. I'm not saying. I mean, there's a lot of singing. Come on, you can't. Well, Jennifer yeah. Hudson. Uh, I forget. What Usually, it's like I mean, you know, like what'd you have for breakfast today? I had some toast and some. Uh, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, how did we get to the color purple from dolphin injuries? Things that need to be remade. Um, listen, uh, the Dolphins are going to have a great big challenge remaking this team next season. Um, but that that's a totally different uh, yeah, transition yeah. and segue. Uh, right now, it's about finishing this season strong, and. I would argue to you that you couldn't be given a better scenario, except for maybe if the game were at home, to go play the Baltimore Ravens because they play Monday night. They're on a short week. They're traveling across the country. They'll have one day to practice, one less day of rest, and have played a physical opponent. Here you are at home, well-rested. I know Mike McDaniel didn't give you a Monday day off because he's not going to give you a victory Monday, even though it's Christmas. Um, maybe he did give him a victory Monday. Yeah, he probably did. He's kind of um, and important to note if we're talking about the Baltimore game, the Dolphins, to repeat, cannot clinch. Sorry, cannot secure the number one seed in the AFC playoffs if they do not win at Baltimore. 
Um, they can, if they win in the, their next two games, they're the number one seed. Uh, first round by every home, every playoff game will be at Hard Rock Stadium. That's the goal. They, they could conceivably do it with a 12 and five record, win against Baltimore, lose against Buffalo, but it would require a whole lot of help, as in Baltimore not finishing. No, sorry. Uh, it would require Cleveland, Kansas City also losing. Cleveland, by the way, is 10 and five. And Cleveland has a shot to win the AFC North. I mean, this is this is crazy. Four starting, four different starting cornerbacks. They lost the best running back in the NFL. They lost three, their top three offensive tackles. I mean, props to them. But they're they're hanging in there. And guess who they're playing on Thursday night? They got the Jets at home. So the Browns will be eleven and five, and they got that Cincinnati at the end. Um, so I did all of the permutations and all the possibilities, the different outlook scenarios on AllDolphins.com. Because you do um, those things. So that's what you do. Absolutely. And I You're also indicated. Man. I am. I, but I love that. I love that stuff. Um, I think I might have said it on the show last night. The Dolphins cannot be the four seed. <clears throat> the four seed. And they cannot be the seven seed. Okay. So there'll be one, two, three, five, or six. Okay. If they wind up. Losing one game, chances are, and and not win the division title, chances are they'll be six. And if they're six, they're playing at three, and chances are that's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's also possible the Dolphins could win the AFC East and still play the Buffalo Bills. So uh, <laughs> I give you some nightmare fuel here. Um, yeah. Back-to-back games against Buffalo. It's destiny, man. Listen, I, I've looked at it this season. It's, it's, I do believe that this is a season of destiny. Um, you've suffered for 20 years as a franchise. Uh, you couldn't get out of your own way as a franchise. And here you are, number one offense, top five defense, record-setting running back, Record-setting offense or or pace-setting offense. I don't know if they're record-setting anymore. Um, now, you've got a ton of injuries. You've survived a lot of those injuries. You're testing your depth. You've survived the test of your depth. Um, you're well-coached. Now, what do you need? You need home field advantage. So um, I've always looked at this as a stretch where they have to win these final three games in order to have the Super Bowl season that they've wanted that they've talked about that they've worked for you have to win the final three games and this was the starting point this is this is this is a momentum builder do you not see how this victory over the dallas cowboys can build momentum taking you where you want to go as a franchise everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. 
agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It was a necessary step. I don't know. It, to me, I always felt the Dolphins had the capabilities of doing it. And again, because what's so different about this team from previous teams is a combination of offense defense. Like right now, I mean, their deep end, their defense is top notch, and the offense has shown it can. I mean, it can operate and operate quickly. Um, so that makes them different. And and also, I I, I flashback. I kept trying to think of like this whole notion. You keep telling me about those players talking Super Bowl. Now now I remembered. It kind of was in the off season and training camp because of all the questions of like, well. UM basketball and UM women's basketball went to the final four very far. The Panthers went to the Santa Cup final. The Heat went to the finals. Dolphins, it's your turn. Do you feel? And then that's when they were like, instead of, they were like, hey, why not? Or, yeah, that's our goal and all that. Um, and may, maybe, as you said, maybe they are destined to get there. Super Bowl, Tua talks about it all the time, which is, I guess, at times uncomfortable for everybody else. But I mean, I remember the moment in Hard Knocks where Tariq's like, we got a good team. And Tua's like, no, we got a great team. And they, they've spoken into existence. <clears throat> um, I think that there are a lot of things that need to be addressed, a lot of things that need to be fixed in order for you to take the next step. We know Baltimore is going to be a very physical team, a very physical game. Um, I, I have called them the Debo of the NFL for, for a decade plus. Um, and that's just the style that they're going to play. You're just going to have to counteract that and and do the best that you can and stand up to the bully. And I'm curious to see if the Dolphins can do that. You're like, no, I, I'm like, I think I, I think they absolutely can. I, I don't I suggest. I mean, I, I think of the opening point spread might be Baltimore by three. Home field advantage is worth three points, supposedly as it goes. So it's not. It's, it's not a matchup where, and I understand they have different styles, but again, the, the Dolphins style is very, very effective and they are re, just really, really good on defense and they're really, really good on offense. Mm -hmm. So hey, anything's, dude, anything's possible. I mean, hey, again, hey, you tell me right now they're going to win the next two games being the number one seed. I can certainly can see that happening. Could they lose the next two games and wind up as a wild card? That could happen too. Uh, I mean, it's not, there's not a whole lot of separation in the AFC the way I see it. And yes, by the way, before I'll, I'll stop anybody like watching going, yeah, but Buffalo sucked on Saturday night and they should have lost against the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. That's one game where they played poorly. How'd they look against Dallas? You know, it's a week to week thing. Uh, and if you can't, you got to look at, you know, the overall outlook of the team. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I look at Buffalo. Buffalo's the scariest team to me in the NFL, just from the standpoint They've got the quarterback and they can get hot. And when they get hot, they're very dangerous. And that to me, you know, the one thing that I do think about the Dolphins is um, they're efficient. They, they, they haven't gotten hot. I think individuals have stepped up, but they haven't gotten hot. Like Bradley Chubb is, a, is probably the closest to getting hot um, in terms of just a guy that's on a run on a tear, but Outside of that, I, you know, 
and obviously Tyreek is Tyreek. So I, I don't view what Tyreek does as getting hot. That's just that's just when you have the best weapon in the NFL. That's how you generally look. Um, what did you think about Tyreek's performance on that ankle injury? Because I, I don't think he was he was very he was completely healed or healthy as I don't know if he's going to be for the next month. Um, I, I, I watched a Cameron Wake interview with him on the field where he was looking up at the scoreboard and he was like, what? We 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 qualify for the playoffs. We you know we 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 um sealed a a bid for the playoffs. He's like, oh shoot, he didn't use shoot, and no, he was surprised. And oh, I, give, me, oh, give me a break! Give no, me a break! No, no, you got to look at it. You got to look at no, it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not arguing where you didn't. It's Cameron Wolf, by the way, dude. You like called Cameron? Wolf. I, I call him Cameron what? Cameron Wake. <laughs> oh really? Okay, Cameron Wolf. Um, yeah. No, no, and I'm not doubting your version. I saw the beginning of the interview, and there was like, um, no, the, the, but so I'm not, and I'm going to take your word for it. I, I didn't see that part, but I, I'm sorry, I don't buy that notion. Call me skeptical. You wouldn't be the first. By what notion? Like, like he didn't know. He didn't know they they were clinching the play. Give me no. Nope. I can promise you, I, I'm okay. in that locker room. Those guys have no idea. Okay. Half, half the time, I'll sit there and I'll tell them things, and they'll be like, "Where? Like, really?" Tyreek had no idea. I think there, I've identified there are only three players who actually know what the heck is going on on a consistent basis because they're aware enough and they pay attention enough. Raheem Mostert, who knows everything, Alec Ingle, who's his partner in crime, who shared they they know everything, and and then uh, Teron Armstead. Everybody else, Christian Wilkins. I would have to talk to him to actually know what he knows. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, and then uh, if Christian Wilkins knows it, then Javon Holland knows it. So, it's... Yeah, okay. I mean, could be wrong, been wrong before, will be wrong again, but... No, yeah, there's no I, chance. I, there's no chance based on Tyreek's reaction that he actually knew that that they clinched clinch the playoff bid with that victory. Like, okay. Anyway, uh, speaking of Tyreek, I promise you, Tua didn't know either. Um, I know that because he okay. doesn't live. He doesn't live his life like that. Okay. Sorry, not 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 buying it. Not not buying not it. Not taking the bait, huh? No. <laughs> uh, Tyreek, did you know what Tyreek wound up playing? Fifty-five snaps, second highest total of the season for him. That's that's that was very surprising to me that he would play that much. Um, and not, and he was fine. And again, his presence on the field against, again, created opportunities that, that are not there if he's not on there. He's still, and he was still hella productive too. And it, it's that it's very important because Waddle was out. So, um, I think he played that many snaps because Waddle was out because it, it changed it. Waddle was out. Chosen was out. That completely changes the complexion of the offense because you've lost basically all of your speed guys. Um, yeah, you can run those routes with, with Braxton Barrios, but nobody's going to be scared of you. No, they'll be right on top of him. And yes, he had, he did drop that bomb early on, right before the, the one to waddle. Uh, was, where was it supposed to be thrown? Was it supposed to be thrown more inside? Did he, was it supposed to be thrown over his shoulder the way it was? It certainly was catchable. I mean, again, uh, I don't know exactly what what the pattern called for, so I, I am. It's it's hard to do, you know. Tool will take ownership for it and blame himself. So let's put it on Tool. 
Um, it, it, it that that catch would, would have been hard to achieve. Now it's not past Tyreek's capabilities, but it you know the fact that they had those pass plays open and were able to get behind the receiver that's a good sign, especially for Tyreek. Um, uh, there were moments where you saw him gearing down and you saw the issues with him gearing down and or, or trying to change directions, and he l- just literally just went to the ground. And I was like, man, if that's what you got to do to make it through this next stretch of the season, um, to do what you got to do. Because he did catch nine passes, nine of, I believe, 14, 14 targets. Yeah, and he had the big one at the end of the game that converted the third down and allowed him to, to bleed the clock on a very, very simple, like. Being one- transparent, didn't like the play, but. Can't argue with the result. Cannot argue with the result. I'm not a argue with the result kind of guy, but I, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like to play before, before, before it happened. But hey, I mean, it, and it, it, it really wasn't even close to not working. I mean, it's like, um, I'll take one bad block. That thing's over. Oh, correct. No, and there were other plays that were blown up because the, the blocking was there. That one certainly worked pretty well. Uh, we should mention Austin Jackson was active, didn't play. This mm-hmm. is one of those again. This they did that with Connor Williams. They did that with Robert Hunt, where the guy comes back and just I think he's there just as an emergency. It's 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 a situation where Austin Jackson knows he's going to have to play with this issue for the remainder of the season. It's not going anywhere. It's not healing, um, and it's been here even before he got his contract. Uh, it's worsening, and so this is a possibility that they might be shutting him down, possibly till next week. Um, another guy that we got to continue to monitor is Robert Hunt. Uh, Rob basically is been shut down for another month. Uh, and the hope is that he can come back at some point, either this week or next week, or maybe in the playoffs. Um, Rob is a very reliable, consistent right guard. And he's definitely going to be needed for if this Dolphins team is going to be making a Super Bowl run. Um, Jerome Baker is also on his way back. He's rehabbing every single day after practice. Um, he will be able to be activated against the Buffalo Bills, Bills against the Buffalo Bills. Um, so that's where we are from an injury standpoint. Obviously, we I talked about it yesterday. Every offensive lineman that was out there on the field was playing with something, some injury, but nobody's gonna feel sorry for you. They've consistently said that over and over again just got to figure out a way to get it done and right now they're getting it done with their eighth ninth offensive lineman in the starting lineup on that note let's go ahead and wrap it up and reiterate merry christmas to everyone and the dolphins certainly could get a very nice gift monday night if the san francisco 49ers were to be so kind as to defeat the baltimore ravens would that make miami the number one seed no baltimore would still have it for the moment, for the moment, but they play next Sunday, so um, mm-hmm. that, that, it'll be settled then. But it, it would just and if Baltimore the- beats the 49ers, what happens then? Number one seed, uh, Dolphins still well, for number one seed. The Dolphins absolutely have to win next Sunday, otherwise, it doesn't happen. They do have like this small, this small of a possibility by winning Sunday at Baltimore and still losing against Buffalo in week 18. If the Dolphins win against Baltimore, they clinch the AFC's title. 
and they they would still have a slight possibility of landing that number one seed, uh, even if they lost to Buffalo in that game. But they would need help from different places, and 49ers could provide some of that help starting this evening. So, again, we mm-hmm. wish you a Merry Christmas. Thanks for watching, Omar. Hold on, wait a minute. And the Chiefs play the Raiders, so maybe the Raiders could sneak up on them today. Absolutely. And take the take the Chiefs down because right now, I would think you think the Chiefs are the number two seed, or are you along the line of thinking that it's going to be um, Cleveland the number two seed? That's going to ha- KC has tiebreakers over everybody. Um, I'm thinking, yeah, KC's pretty 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 in a pretty good line to be the number two seed and number one seed if there are hiccups with the Ravens. And Dolphins. Can Can you imagine? I didn't even know the draw. The, the uh, Jets are six and nine. I, I'm like, damn, where'd you get six wins from? It's pretty yeah. impressive. They, they pulled out one yesterday at the end, last second field goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely an impressive out, outing. Um, but we will be back later today, not in the podcast form, but the work. Mike McDaniel is going to be wrapping up, um, po- talking to us at five, um, and then tomorrow we will be back with behind enemy lines for you. And always look forward to following us and covering us on alldolphins.com, where you can find all your written work for free. Um, Like, subscribe, tell a friend. The goal is to get to 12,000 subscribers. Oh, we reached it, by the way. That tip. Yes, we did reach it. Yeah. 12,000. That's what you were telling me about? 12K, yes, that's what I was talking about. Oh, I, I was talking about the episode, the, how oh, we did. No, no. We got 12K? What? 12K subscribers. Thanks, everyone. Job well done. Thank you. Look at that. Look at that. Look at here. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, um, we will see you tomorrow. Hat tip, Poupard. There you go. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.